ladies and gentlemen welcome to the instant classic podcast my name is jay sug with me as always my brother emory ogletree the second what's going on tree my brother what's good baby let's get it let's jump right into the nba man um a lot of talk has been going on in la uh it's it hasn't been a great start this is it's been what i thought it was going to be but it hasn't <laughs> been a great start <laughs> for the lakers um a lot of blame has been thrown to your boy like he's the only one that's that's shooting terrible but no no he's he's the one we've decided we're going to throw the blame on um of course oh this is where you reside. So you tell me what's what's going on out there in LA. I mean, right now, again, man, I think the biggest thing that's going on is just you know, lack of continuity, lack of accountability, and just lack of togetherness. That's the biggest thing. I mean, I think the most frustrating thing for me is that these last two games have been winnable. Mm-hmm. The Clippers game was winnable. That Portland game. It was one. Sure. I mean, yeah, thank you. I, I'll go ahead and go with you. It, it was one. I stopped watching. I'm like, okay, they got this in the bag. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that separately. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I live in LA. I hate Spectrum. You know, you know, I'm, do you familiar with Spectrum? Because mm-hmm. I know you know your old man. I hate Spectrum out here. I can't stand them because I can't, I can't watch the Lakers on my, you know, NBA League Pass. And they're like, well, because you're, you know, local stations out here. And I'm not, I'm not paying for cable just for one station. Yeah. So I had to listen over the radio and everything. But no, man, these last two games were winnable. And let's just you know, start from the from the jump. You know, I got to go to LeBron James. I'm sorry, you're, you're the leader. So I got to go to you. That, you know, post-game comment talking about, you know, we don't have any lasers on this team. I mean, do you know how bad that irked me when he said that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mother, you elect, you one of them too. Yeah. <laughs> You're wonderful. This team is just trash when it comes to three-point shooting. And that includes LeBron. Yeah. So I didn't even understand his comment. I'm like, how do you not throw yourself in there? Yeah, you may make something, but you're terrible. Just like everybody else. And what makes these last two losses so frustrating is that for as bad as they shoot, they were still in the damn game. Yeah. They're in the game. <laughs> That's what makes it so infuriating. I'm like, you can't shoot with the damn you're in the game. Oh, brother. But let's let's just go, let's go to that Portland game. Everybody jumping on Russ for that. No, it, it was a bad shot. But first of all, let me I'm not defending Russ. It was a terrible shot. To shoot so quick with 37 seconds left and you up one. But again, we need to rewind, rewind, rewind. Are we just overlooking the fact that LeBron took a quick three and it was like 53 seconds on the clock? Yes. Yes, we are. No, I mean, no one said anything. I'm like, okay, granted, rest of the back shot. But they were up three and LeBron's coming here pulling a step back 26 footer? Yeah. Now, I know I know this game. And I know LeBron knows this game. And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time when I'm listening on the radio, time to score. You're winning. What the hell is the rush? And like I ended up telling the um, gentleman that I you know correspond with back and forth on Twitter, we were just talking about the game and the Lakers in the hole. To me, they were they weren't playing to win. 
They weren't playing to win. They were just trying to just like just get the game over with. I know that that sounds confusing, but to me that there is mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. You have to play to win. Don't just play to get the game over with. They just want to get that one last bucket, like, okay, we can relax a little bit. But it's just like knowing how your team is, knowing that including yourself, that you don't shoot well, how do you pull, how do you see a pullback a 26 step back three? And at that point, he was up to that point, he was already one for seven for three. Yeah. Oh, Go excuse me. He was two, you know, I think he was two for seven. Whichever. Bottom line, he was well below 50%. And I'm just sitting there like, LeBron. And then, of course, Russ. Like, what the hell? And then, not even that, because we're so busy focusing on Russ. And I'm going to get to Russ in a minute. The game was tied. Again, you're the leader. You're the face. You're LeBron. In some people's eyes, you're the GOAT. You're not in mine. You're not even in discussion for me. Not after last season. You're not. But it's it's well, in some ways, it's winning time. Tie game. LeBron James is guarding, guarding Jeremy Grant. You weren't watching, right? You turned the game off. Mm-hmm. I'm about sure you saw in the highlights. Yeah. Did you see how Jeremy Grant just went around LeBron? With I mean, his feet were in cement. And I just sat there. I mean, my, my jaw dropped. Because I heard in the radio. And he got by him. And I was just like, you know, damn. But when I saw the in, in the in the replay, I'm like, damn, bro, you're a of D. You're the leader. I can't get you to squat, sit down with me. Stuff we've been taught since elementary school. Bend your knees, get your hands up, and move your feet. But see, some people sit there and use the excuse, well, what do you expect them to do, you know, after 20 years? I'm like, but y'all want to praise him when he's dropping 30? Yeah. And that's what bothers me. Yep. He don't play You want to no praise more. this dude. Yeah, exactly. He's dropping 30 in year 20, but I can't get you to play defense for 10 seconds? He, the move Jeremy Grant put wasn't even a, a difficult move. Outside jab step and just went right around you. I mean, literally went around you. You just saw LeBron go, he just turned. He didn't force elementary stuff. Forcing baseline. You don't give up middle. But again, the focus is Russ. And here, here we go again. And LeBron James in the post game. Uh-huh. And the reporter asked the question, oh, well, I feel like I know you're trying to set me up. And go, no, we're way past that. Like I said, stop the phonies. Stop the phonies. At this point, it's like, you know, <laughs> let's just keep it a buck. Which just brings me over to Russ. Because I saw the little, you know, <laughs> you know, story that popped up on Twitter. I don't know if there's any validity to it. But they said that, that you know, possibly they got almost got into it. They had to be physically separated. And someone sent it to me. And I was like, you know what? I believe it. I really do. Yeah. I believe I believe it's true. Now, no story came out of it. No media, whatever. It's just someone posted it. And they said it to me. And I was like, I believe it's true. Now, if anything else comes out about it, you know, it won't surprise me. I believe, I believe it's true. I believe they almost went to blows. Because I called that before the season. Because I believe it's, it's gotten to that point now. Because I got to get on my man, Russ. I love you, Russ. I do. And I know that you kind of got, you know, held with the bag last year. But some of that, a good deal of it, you brought on yourself. But, dog, I mean, your, your shooting is just horrendous right now. 
Now, some of it could probably be attributed to, you know, mentally, I, even after last season. Clearly, you're still distracted. You're affected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's in his head. And everything's still, as much as you may try to put on the front, the strong face, whatever, I get it. But, dog, you are. And I believe you probably probably almost went to blows with LeBron because the fact of the matter is, if Russ is what I feel is kind of like myself, when you play with a guy, and I played with dudes, they weren't LeBron by no means, but kind of like in those roles of being a star. And when you butt heads, because the fact of the matter is, star or not, when you have a mentality like myself and I feel like Russ has, it's just like star or not, dude, like bottom line, you better show me respect the same way you want respect. And I think that's what probably happened. LeBron probably came at Russ the wrong way, you know, crying, moaning, you no, know, probably trying to, you know, call him out. And Russ probably went right back at him. And rightfully so. Yeah. Like I said again, yes, Russ has been shooting like trash. I don't understand how Russ doesn't say after the game. I don't see how Russ doesn't say after practice. Dog, how many shots are you getting up? Like honestly, how many shots are you getting up a day? See, I think it's in his head. It don't matter how many shot how many shots you get up. Once the, the lights come on, it ain't it ain't there. And, 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 and you're not you're not wrong. I'm not gonna say you're wrong, brother. You're not wrong. But the fact of the matter is still, like I said, because I've I've been in positions playing on teams where, like I said again, I didn't get along with teammates who had like roles, like I said, at the beginning of the start. We didn't have to like each other. The bottom line is look, I just came to hoop. Let's just hoop. Let's get out here. You do your job. I'm gonna do my job. Let's get out here with the W. And after we get the W, we're like, oh, I have nothing to do with you. I don't have nothing to do with you. For 40 minutes, 48 minutes, whatever, let's just go out here and do, handle our business and get out of here. That's what it just comes down to. And for Russ, it's a matter of respect. I think it's a matter of more or less getting caught up in the, some drama that he more or less put himself into, but at the same time, find himself you know, getting from the fact that, and this is where it gets tough, I'm sure he and LeBron were friends or whatever. And LeBron James didn't want him there. Mm-hmm. But see, this is where business and friendships don't always mix. Don't mix it up. You can't hoop with all you can you can't work with all your friends. Exactly. You know, it's not like you know LeBron didn't know who Russ was. But like I said again, though, in the case of LeBron, the phoniness, my dude, we're not gonna see that like in the offseason. You weren't in favor of trying to get Russ traded. So it's not like he didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. You sending out tweets of like, well, he's going to know, you know, watch out for him. He's going to get off this season. Like, if I said, if Russ is like me, yeah, I'm looking at that too. Like, seriously, dude. That's why I, just, I, I would love to just be in the locker room and see how a real conversation goes between them at this point. But I said, don't, don't smile in my face when I know you're basically trying to get rid of me. I said, I told a teammate that when I used to, when I was playing. I was in the same situation. But the only difference is I called him out. Got on the phone call. He was trying to be all buddy-buddy with me. And I just said, like, my dude, you trying to get rid of me. So why are you trying to get buddy-buddy with me now? Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't trying to get rid of you. That wasn't me. I was like, man, look, save it. I was like, I don't believe you anyway. I know what I know. It is what it is. Let's just go hoop. I don't feel you. You don't feel me. But the bottom line is I can play this damn game just as well as you. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Until otherwise... Until the season's over, until you no know, one of us goes, let's just handle our business and be done. 
I said, you don't have to be friends. Let's just go here and play. Exactly. You know, and I said, this is this is what bothers me about LeBron James leadership. The person I'll tell you about I spoke to on Twitter, he was like, well, I consider LeBron a good leader overall. And I was like, you know what? If if I just take my feelings out of it and just give it a perspective, professional look, I'll give LeBron good. I'll give him good. He's still not in my top five. No. He's, he's, he's still not in my top five. He, I'll give him 10. But as I told him, I was like, it's when adversity hits when LeBron bothers me. And here we go again. LeBron, your whole, this whole Lakers team is historically bad at three-point shooting. Bottom yeah. line. Bottom line. And, and they gave the GM an extension. Oh, my God. And, and you know, I, you see, I left that alone. I didn't even comment. I just sat there and said, wow. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, Genie. I don't see how you give this cat an extension for based on what? Are we still basing it off the bubble? Right. That I mean, you had a championship team that you promptly dismantled just to show that you didn't know what you were doing. Well, first of all, I, I have to disagree with you there. You had a fortunate championship team. I'm True. sorry. <laughs> that pandemic championship, I don't care how any way you want to look at it. Yes, they won, but that championship will always need to be reviewed to me for the rest of time. Anthony Davis shot out of his mind for two months. And the real Anthony Davis is who we've been seeing. Like, did you see that play that uh, Nurkic did with Anthony? He just like walked away from that man. But did you, but did you notice how nobody said anything when he shot off the side of the backboard? Let that have been Russ. Right. But I mean, but again, I said to say this. That was a very unique situation. I mean, it's it's it was it's basically more or less you know, in the hands of God. Yeah. Going with no, we're still going through it. It's not as bad as we used to, but we were going through a pandemic that we have never been through before in life. The NBA season went on hiatus for what was it like three, four months? Yep. And then you come back and play. Come on, man. Like I said, we got to add some no, real perspective to this. It was a Let's perfect, add some context to this. That was a perfect storm for the Lakers. Yo, yo, yes. old players that, you know, always get banged up by the end of the season got uh, a three-month recovery period. Say it, brother. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> like, I know, you know, Anthony Davis, who is known for missing games, like, able to get healthy for the home stretch? Like, what? That's why you No lies. Back. Shooting no out of lies mind. No lies detected. That Didn't just came have out to of your get mouth. used to no different hoop. You shooting at the same hoop every day now. Like there are no Jeez. no role games. Yeah. Keep going. Perfect storm. Keep going. This, this is it, man. That is exactly why they won. And that and this is why since that bubble has happened, Anthony Davis shooting has come back to earth. My, my dude was shooting like fifty something percent from the three. You know during that run. So, like I said, Rob Polinka getting that extension, and, and I'm not saying it's true. This is just my two cents. Some of it might be sentimental because he was boys with Kobe too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, there, there's just so many different factors that go into this whole thing. Like I said, the Lakers in a whole are frustrating. I'm not going. I'm not ready to hit the panic button. It's, like I said, it's just frustrating. Like I said, game one, we spoke on it, and I said it then, like, yo. I'm not expecting them to win, but they do. I won't. I won't be mad about it. Oh, I told you this one get done. Walked. Well, but even, but even though, even in that game, there were moments. There were moments. 
the Warriors just you know, end up pulling out. They did what they did. But these last two games clearly were winnable. As bad as they were shooting, or as bad as they shoot. And now you got Russ questionable for Wednesday. You know what? This is you know what this is. This is basically basically Russian roulette at this point. Uh huh. If the Lakers, it should Russ not play on Wednesday. Lakers win that game. That just lights the fuse. Yeah. Who do they play? Denver. If they win that game and Russ happens not to play, that just lights the fuse. And if he happens to stay out and a win streak happens to commence, oh yeah, then He's the writing's on the wall. I mean, again, I'm I'm gonna stick to what I said. I truly believe. I know. I know this can work. Well, I said this to me is just more than X's and O's. Continuity. Con, excuse me. Continuity. Accountability. And basically, a commitment to you know to one another. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. That's what it's coming down to. Because one way or another, I don't care. If the Lakers go on, they don't make the playoffs, or they lose in the playoffs, and Russ moves on, look, let's just call a spade a spade. The the championship run is, train is over for you, Brian. No, yeah. You're, it's very fortunate I'm even giving you this one. I, that's only because I truly believe you can make this work with Russ. But you got to want to, and you got to find a way to make it work, especially being the leader. And Russ, you got to sit up here and like you know cut back on some of that stubbornness. Call spade a spade, cat. <laughs> you can't throw the rock in the ocean, but at the same time, what work are you putting in? If it just came down to the fact of just accepting the fact that, okay, you know, okay, LeBron doesn't want you to be there, fine. Each game should basically be a, a, a demo. Right. A demo tape for other teams to sit here and take a look at you. And I think <laughs> one time, actually, a few times, I agreed with Kendrick Perkins. Like you said, a lot of teams just don't want to touch Russ because of the stubbornness. Yeah. But if you just go out here and just go ahead and play, knowing that the facts are what they are, and just show that you're just able to you know, be even keel, but at the same time, play the game you know you're able to play. I said, it's not like Russ is going to throw up the OKC stats no. or Washington stats. But like I said, he didn't need to anyway. I said that for the jump. He never had to do that for the moment he joined the Lakers. That's, a, that's why I thought it was going to work. You don't need triple-double Russ. At best, you need 15 to 17 points, at least 7 to 8 rebounds, 7 to 8 assists, which was probably the stat line last year. That's why yeah. when I saw it. I was like, that's what you need. It's just that LeBron and AD went over to be found. Consistently. Mister, you have to chop off my head and bury me twelve feet because I hate. I hate when he says I hate to lose. No, you don't, Chief. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. I think Darvin Ham, you know, considering what he's been, more or less given, and the position he's in. So far, I would give him a B minus C plus. Yeah, I was gonna say C. I was gonna give him a C. I says I, I give him a B minus C plus. Because like I said, I mean, yeah, you know, he played in the NBA. I mean, but you're dealing with all-time greats. Yep. The fact of the matter, you deal with all-time greats. And, I mean, the fact they played against you, I mean, there's only so much respect I feel is going to go so far. I mean, I think they're going to respect him as a man, first first and foremost. 
But as a coach, I still feel like he only goes so far. Yeah. I mean, I saw him bench Russ, you know, towards the end of the game, which at that point I was like, what was the point? But whatever. But, I mean, but Russ needs to own that. But, again, overall, I mean, just need to look in the mirror. I read the story, you know, today was that Anthony Davis said, no, we need to stay even keel. Okay, I mean, that all sounds good. But, again, when I'm watching on TV and the replays and you and LeBron doing this, yeah, as soon as Russ shoots, I mean, he wants to be my teammate. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so Especially like, Anthony Russ, Davis doing it. Uh, man. Uh, like I said again, I know what the percentages are. I know Russ is shooting 8% from three. But like I said, LeBron James is shooting 28. I mean, bottom line, it's bad. It's bad all around. Not to mention the rest of the team. I mean, it's, <laughs> they're shooting is so bad. It's ridiculous. So I was playing around with the trade machine and, you know, just seeing like, what could I get? And like, how could I fix the Lakers? <laughs> and I came up with a trade proposal that I would do both teams, and it is Anthony Davis traded for Clay Thompson and Wiseman. <laughs> Golden State wouldn't do that. Golden, I think Golden State would do it because they uh they're not gonna pay Clay. They've already kind of kind of balking at giving Clay his money because he only has two years left on his deal. His extension will be due next year, and Clay is already making like forty million. They ain't trying to pay Clay coming off of an Achilles and an ACL any more money. You I mean, so? yeah, I mean, the owner was talking crazy about paying Steph a couple years ago. Like, they definitely ain't gonna pay. Uh, yeah, but, well, I mean, but I didn't believe that though. Anyway. He was just talking. I mean, but, I mean uh, he, 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 he didn't want to come CEO, off. man. He don't care about wins, he care about the bottom line. Like, yeah, and if but... he could feed, if he could, you know, flip uh, a Clay for Anthony Davis, I think he would straight up do it. Just for uh, I, the marketing purposes, I don't not not at this point. I mean, you're the the Warriors are officially a dynasty right now, and at this point, I mean, we all know the Draymond situation. That's why, you know, we said like in the last episode, Draymond more or less controls his own fate. Oh yeah, you know, he can pick up the player option if he wants to, but uh, otherwise, you know, after that, you know, if you don't play well, Chief, you know, the writing's on the wall. Oh yeah, he you gonna know. be gone. Even yeah, if you he pick played... up a player option, you you still you still gonna more likely be out the door. Yeah, they ain't bringing but, him back uh, at the money that he's gonna try to you know try to command. Exactly, and, and like I said, which would be unfortunate because again of the you know the role he played in creating this dynasty, and that's what I'm saying. I'm going to with Clay, you know. But like I said, the bottom the bottom line right now is three games in. It's been a crazy, crazy three games so far. I mean. <laughs> What I just saw the Trailblazers beat Denver. Was it tonight? Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I didn't see. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. But I mean, I saw the tra- the Trailblazers are four and zero. Like oh. the, the the Jazz, the Spurs. Everybody like, that was supposed to be tanking for Victor is racking up dubs. Hey, racking up victories coming out the gate. I'm like, I'm like, damn. You know, but again, this this is so much. Going on, but I, I'm not absolving you no know, LeBron James. You know your your buddy JJ Redick. I I really can't stand him. You know as this you no know, analyst, he he bugs me. <laughs> as an analyst, <laughs> he does he does he, he rubs me the wrong way. You no, know, that that disrespect to his Bill Russell number one, which like dude, 
don't see me in person. But but what he said it was just it was just so lazy to me. Is he's talking about like let's just make this a commemoration and appreciation of of uh you know witnessing and appreciating LeBron James' greatness as he gets ready to pass Kareem Kareem in the all time scoring leader. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? At what point in the 20 years that LeBron been in the league that he wasn't appreciated and celebrated anyway? Right. So you saying that? Well, we have that any different than the other 19 years. Like, he's been getting his flowers since he stepped on the court. He, he stays in, getting he in, flowers. In high I school, mean, getting his flowers. But I'm saying, I mean, it's, it, it's going to be a very historic moment. And I mean, nothing to basically be sneezed at when it happens. But again, if that's what it's just come down to, and if that's just what it is, then, like I said again, I mean, I know LeBron wouldn't say it out loud, but the bottom line is, my dude, you just need to own that yourself. Don't, you know, keep throwing throwing it off on your teammates as being the ones who not being, like, especially Russ, and the being ones not be able to help you. Like I said, you're, you're the leader. Yeah. You're supposed to be carrying the load. Like, everything's supposed to be on with you. We're following your tone. And that was one of the things that was like bugging me. Um, I think it was again, yeah, it was definitely against the Clippers. Like, why in the world is Russ Garden Kawhi and like LeBron on like some nondescript dude just kind of hanging back in the corner? I'm like, yo, man, like LeBron, like you need to step up and guard that man. Why is six foot four Russ trying to guard Kawhi with every and he got like three steals consecutively? Like, you know what I mean? Like Russ should be in that position. Because he's catered, because it's catered, because they they focus on more, they focus on LeBron more offensively. And my thing is, okay, fine, you know, because again, I had a teammate like that, and I had teammates like that in college. But I said, I called my little, you know, overrated college coach out on it too. If you're gonna just do that, then just keep calling spade a spade. <laughs> but if you're gonna have him in the game to play defense, at least play a little bit, right? Play a little bit. I know we're trying to you know save you for offense, so he won't give you the easier defender. But damn, dude, you can't squat your ass down for five seconds. <laughs> An outside jab step, and he went right by. I mean, just left him standing there. I, I, I can't get that move out of my head. I'm like, that's that your YMCA move. Yeah. And he's. I know he knows this. Why would you stand so close? Even if you are older, okay, but still, give him a step. You're athletic enough, you can recover. Right. Worst case scenario, make him shoot over you. Exactly. You're tall. You are long. (laughs) It would still be a contested jumper. A contested jumper is better than a layup. Thank you. That game should have been the overtime, but I'm going to say again, you're the leader. It's not just about you making game-winning shots. We need you to make the stops as well. Yeah. MJ just didn't make the game-winning shot against Utah. He got the steal, too. Right. Again, man, I, I, I digress. Like I said, it's, if Russ doesn't play tomorrow, like I said, it, it it's it's a setup. I know it is. Now, it, it'll be <laughs> – I'm going to go predict it now. Should they lose – should they lose and Russ don't even play, then it's going to be, well, the Lakers couldn't shoot anyway. 
yada, yada, yada. You know, they don't have enough on the roster. It's just AD and LeBron. I'm like, well, when he doesn't play, y'all, y'all give him excuses anyway. So why would you even just pile this up on Russ? Like, so, you know, no matter no matter how you look at it, man, again, I, LeBron got to be the most pampered superstar in the history of the NBA. He has to be. When I think about all the all-time greats, and the way I always viewed them from in my lifetime, the Magics, the Birds, the Jordans, and the adversity they went through, I've never seen any of them get as many passes as this dude gets. Mm-hmm. As many excuses as this, this dude gets. <clears throat> I I just don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to keep the pain. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm like the band on the Titanic. It's been a pleasure playing with you, gentlemen. I'm going down the ship. But Russ, man, Russ, I mean, we, we got to have a coming to Jesus moment. Man. If this is going to be what it is, the hell, then just go, then, then the hell with it. Let's just go. I say, we don't need to talk. We don't need to be buddies. I don't need you to know, put on no no fake face. Let's just go. Let, let me just, let's just play. Yeah. Let, let's just, let's just play and go. I mean, because the one thing I also need Russ to do is when he's, cause I love seeing him attack the basket more, but we got to stop doing those. Fade, fade away layups, though. Go at the body. Draw some fouls. Because there were just some calls I think the referees missed. There were some fouls that I feel that got missed. But it's just like, come on, bro. Some of those, because I think some of these refs get influenced, too, by the fact that Russ can't shoot. So that's why they're not giving the foul, either. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude, just, just go at the body. You can still get up. Hey, just, I mean, make them make the call. You're going to get more than they miss. You know, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I say, it's just, it's going to be very interesting, man. We're only three games in. I got seventy nine more to go. I still, I, I still believe, but man, it's, it's not, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Oh man, um, I, I haven't discussed how my Bulls were screwed the other day, um, with you, um, so we all saw. Well, I know you saw. That the Bulls won their first game against the Miami Heat, you know. Absolutely. Which, Absolutely. Did not text you about that? Yeah, yeah. Everyone thought they were gonna lose, but you know, we did it. Let's go. That's what that was ready. without Zach. I I apologize. I um, apologize. I was wrong. The next game is where they were cheated. They were playing the Washington Wizards. Um, the Wizards were hitting threes left and right, but DeMar DeRozan kept them in the game. And on the, the last play of the game. DeMar is shooting the game-winning three. DeMar gets hit. The referees call nothing. And then, you know, Wizards win. And then the next day, the NBA comes out with their little statement. Yeah, he was fouled. <laughs> he should have had three free throws. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We all saw him get fouled, except for the three guys on the court. You know what I mean? Like, I was so angry. And then the so, next yeah, has, has Hugh Holland been, been, been replaced? Nah, he hasn't been. Unless it is a pattern. Hugh Holland's had a pattern of screwing the Bulls out of games. And, yo, God rest his soul, Hugh Hollins. You know what I mean? Like, my least favorite ref of all time. But I hope he is in a better place right now. Um, (laughs) You know, who knows where he's going to be. But uh, they got smacked by Cleveland the next day. Um, There was nothing, like, the game was close. The Bulls were doing good. Then Kevin Love came off the bench and hit like four straight threes, and it was a wrap. Game was over, like from that point. Like it was like Bulls miss, Kevin Love three. Bulls miss, Kevin Love three. Steal, Kevin Love three. And like it went from like uh 
a one point game to like, you know, like 15, like down by 15. It was like, all right, this game is over. But yesterday, the city of Chicago took on the city of Boston in multiple sports. And the city of Chicago came away the victors, showing the world that Boston is now a tier lower (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to sports. Well, I mean, well, well, still in the standings, though you are below Boston, so yeah. you, you gave them their you gave them their first L. Congratulations! You I gave them their first L, and you gave them their first L. It wasn't just the L, man. We came back like they were the Bulls were down by like nineteen in the first quarter. It was a a good old fashioned smacking, but then it was like the Bulls said, "Not today, like we not today." Not today, Jason Tatum. We remember what school you went to. Like, we owe, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And then they ended up winning 120 to 102 um, at this exact same time the Chicago Bears were, were laying that work to the New England Patriots. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the, the third quarter for y'all was huge. Yeah. That third, that third quarter for y'all was huge. It, it, it was huge. Y'all showed up. I said, I, I can't, I, I was impressed. You know, cause I mean, my NBA league pass and acting up on my PlayStation, so I didn't you know, watch through the phone, so I was kind of flipping through everywhere. And I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, look at him. So I, at halftime, I mean, it was close, but I was like, "Okay, I think Boston's going to get him." Uh huh. But uh, you know, that third quarter, I was like, "Y'all came, y'all handled your business." I said, "It's still early." It, it's still it, early. I mean, it's, it's, it's still early. I mean, think about it. I mean, right now, the Knicks got a better record than y'all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you though, know, so. even though we should be three and one but you know i'm just we, saying we, we, have, we, we have to move on we, we have to move on like it's i'm just a, saying the, 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 if, if we lose the number one seed by like one game <laughs> I, I say we bring a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> sue adam silver like yo <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't sue him for the fact that the referee missed the call yeah but somebody got it somebody has to pay someone must pay and adam silver Man. is the head of the league and you just take that two seed, and you better make something happen. Did That's you uh, see the report that um, he kind of walked it back a little bit today? But Adam Silver was talking about teams tanking and how they may go like the the um, the soccer route, where like if you a bad team, they may pull you from the NBA and you go to the G League, and then they'll throw some G League teams who are doing well and put them in the NBA until you know you, you know, get your act together. I didn't, really, I didn't really get a chance to read the whole story. I read a little bit about it. I was kind of like, okay, uh, you know. But again, I mean, I, with the way the NBA is looking right now, at this, I'm not saying that the teams aren't, but I mean, I think both sides and both conferences, you know, there's so much, you know, competition and solid teams yeah. that I'd be hard pressed to almost a little, dare I say maybe challenge to see who would be tanking on purpose anyway. Oh, man. You when know? I read that, I immediately said, Sacramento Kings, you are on the clock. Like, I don't know <laughs> what your record is right now, but I know by the end of the year, you're going to be near the bottom because that's where you are every year. Well, I mean, well, I mean I'm mean, i thinking about like the Houston Rockets, for example. Like, again, I mean, I don't think they're saying they're tanking. They're, they're trying to compete. They, are. Think about they, they, they gave the Jazz their first loss. Utah was trying to take. San Antonio, Pop is trying to do it again. He is trying to take like any team that traded away their good players for nothing. Like, yeah, I'm watching you. <laughs> How are they trying to take it? He's three and one. They, I, it's just it's inexplicable. I don't know, but that the the plan 
was to tank for Victor. That's exactly what they were doing. Like, you gonna trade, you telling me you trading like Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and all you got back was a Colin Sexton? <laughs> like, that's it? And like but a bunch of I'm draft not, picks? But I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, eventually at some point or another, every franchise has to start fresh. Yeah, but I'm I mean, just saying, I mean, it, there are ways to start fresh without just emptying the cupboard. I mean, they wouldn't have did this last year. I mean, well, I mean, last year at the same time, though, I mean, what? Are we talking about the Spurs? The Spurs, Utah, all them tanking teams that were that were I mean, trying to tank. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, what, last year, the Spurs more or less has lived up to their model. Well, didn't they make the play-in? Yeah. Okay, I mean, so they made the play-in. But, I mean, this, but after that, it's kind of like, okay, the ride's on the wall. We're a play-in team. You know, I mean, it's time to, it's time to regroup. You're not going to do, I mean, think about it. Nobody's going to Utah really in free agency. Nobody's going to San Antonio anymore in free agency. So, I mean, at some point or another, it's just kind of like, all right, y'all, let's just use, use the assets we got. And get ready to rebuild. We got to rebuild. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I said, again, I mean, it, it's just amazing to me that, again, I said Portland's undefeated. You know, San Antonio's 3-1. and one, The Jazz are 3-1. and one. You know, it's just like, yo. And even on the uh, – well, Has like, Philly won a game yet? Huh? Has Philly won a yeah. game yet? Yeah, Philly's 1-3. But, again, that, but see, that, that doesn't surprise me. What, I, what did I tell you about them? <laughs> they're, they're top heavy as what? It ain't even that. It's just their style of play, man. Like they yeah, letting I they, they letting James Harden just dribble, 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 and the but, NBA knows how to guard that. But but I mean that's both. Like I said, the game I did watch. What game did I? Which game did I watch? It was the first game. Who they playing their first game? Was it Boston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Boston. When you look at that overall stat line, everybody, it was, all the points just came from the starting five. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care about the style of play. The bottom line is that all your production comes from your starting five. You got to get something out of your bench. Something? Yeah. I mean, they. I mean, Harden comes out of some time. Maxi comes out of some time. And B comes out of some time. I got to get a little something out of my bench. Like, maybe they need to let move, you know, move Tobias to the second unit. Let, let him come in there and cook. I, I don't know, but like I said, them being one of three, like I said, again, to me, is not surprised. I don't know why everybody felt like Philly was going to be this title contender. They're not that deep. Right now, it's the fact of the matter is, like, do they have the stamina <laughs> to get in the playoffs and basically keep up? Right. And I'm saying, no, eventually they will get tired. I'm playing your starting five. I'm just waiting for you to tire out. Because once your bench comes in, I'm like, okay, I got you. This is just like that Clippers team that Doc had um, that was just legit, just a starting five. And whenever they had to go to the bench, they would lose a lead. I've I've been saying it for like the last two, three years. You just, well, just two years, because Hard just got there. You're just top heavy. Mm -hmm. You're top heavy. I mean, you got to have something coming off the bench. Yeah. And you get nothing. I think what they that first game. I think they got what? What did they get? Like, I, was it even six points off the bench? You yeah. only got six. Yeah. I said, I mean, I said Philly, man. I said you, you can miss me on Philly. I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not impressed with them. You know, I understand why James Harden wanted to leave Brooklyn, but 
It's like, yo, Chief, you went to Philly. You you just waiting to get to the semis and get knocked out. Well, like I said, I mean, if their, if their stamina is great, hey, who knows? I mean, they're going to get to the playoffs. They're going to be like mm, anywhere, but they're not going to go any lower than five, I don't think. Um, but uh, have you been enjoying watching uh, Ben Simmons, <laughs> my favorite player to watch so far this season because he's been hilarious? I mean, the little bit I did see less, after that first game when he only took, what, like, what, three, four shots? Yeah. Or six of them, I think, been more than six. And then he got baited by, by Ja. I'm like, dude, you know you got five fouls. Come on, man. Just uh, again, let's say I, I, I look at Brooklyn the same way. I, I tell you, I, I, I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. It's like, okay, Brooklyn lost again. Yeah, no surprise here. Right. Sure, Kyrie and KD got their stats, but what? What is this <laughs> anticipation that you like? Like something's gonna change. Like Brooklyn's gonna become this juggernaut that I thought they were gonna be. Three, four years ago. They are what they are. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like how how have the Bucks only played two games so far? Like what like what is going on? They are two and oh. Like <laughs> what? Like I hope they back in the day schedule is like just backloaded <laughs> with back to backs. Like like how y'all and just played two. I mean, but I mean, but this castle only played three. I mean, the Lakers only played three, so I mean, what's the big deal is two. Like my Bulls and played four games already, and they these dudes over there with they they little two over there, you know, like ample time to to you know to practice and to strategize. I'm like man, like <laughs> I see what you're doing, league. <laughs> but well, it makes you, know, you it's like they they play tomorrow. How about that? Let's let's keep Giannis fresh. That's what we need to do. <laughs> I don't want no long-term injuries for my, my future investment. <laughs> like, I told you, man, like, the whole plan is to sign Giannis and then draft Bronny and then look at LeBron and say, what you gonna do, sir? What you gonna do? Balls in your court. LeBron for Kobe White, straight up. LeBron for Kobe, he, he would. At this point, I, I'd look at LeBron like, you coward. You coward. I'm like, come on. Come join Zach, Giannis. You know what I'm saying? And build this juggernaut. There's, there's one ghost you haven't beat. Yeah, you got the all-time scoring record, but you ain't won the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't, it's like gladiator. Like you ain't won, you win the crowd, then you win, then you get your title. You know, you get you get that goat status, but you ain't won the crowd. If you can win over Chicago, you've won the crowd. Like it's all it is, man. It's all it is. I don't know. Uh, even even if it would be year, uh, how ironic would it be if he went to the Bulls in year twenty three? Yes, do it. <laughs> we can, the we can, irony. We can use an old LeBron. We don't need you to do much, man. We just need we we need your specter. We need the ghost of LeBron to scare them young people, them young players. We don't need you to do the heavy lifting. That's what Giannis is gonna be there for. <laughs> They'd be too busy going around him. <laughs> They'll be too busy going around him. And that's why you need Giannis to have to, to play backup. You know, clean up those misses. Here's here's the wishful thinking. Yes. And, and until then, you, your Bulls are five hundred, and my Lakers are well in the cellar. Like we got this. We got this. Still, but we still got seventy nine more games to go. Seventy nine more games. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we might go on a seventy nine game winning streak. Yeah, you never know. Seventy nine. Seventy nine and three. <laughs>
like uh, until it don't happen believe that it will uh, <laughs> but uh in other news it came out today that britney griner um her appeal did not go through and she is going to be moved to another facility to, to kind of play out her uh nine year sentence and from what <laughs> i was reading this whole thing was expected that um you know they knew this was how it was going to go that the only way she was going to get up out of there was either after nine years or if they make a uh like a prisoner swap kind of thing um so and i i agree with like her point because she they, they somehow like had like a statement from her um and that there are people there who have done like you know harsher crimes but hers but her sentence is much longer than theirs um because it's not about her this is she unfortunately is, is, is a political home. scapegoat. Yeah, she's yeah. a political scapegoat. <laughs> um, and it sucks. And you know, I wish she would be getting home because it's you know, it's I forget what the number of days. And then a lot of teams on the first day of the season, when they were making their their statement, you know, were all kind of mentioning Brittany Griner, <laughs> um, which was a good look by the league. But the only way she's coming out is if you know the administration pulls her up out of there what were your thoughts when you know the whole thing came down well i still don't waver from what i initially said again i'm not going to apologize for it i still feel Brittany has to hold herself accountable for putting herself in this situation Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean i don't sympathize yeah for Brittany Griner. it's it's sad as you said, that's in some ways this situation is a lot more about than just Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, t- we're talking about a country in Russia which doesn't like us, and you know, for the most part, vice versa. There's there's not there's not a lot of good blood between these our two countries. <clears throat> I like you said it. It was expected that she was going to appeal, and of course, it was going to be denied. And I'm not sure where things stand. I know Biden said he was working on trying to bring her home. Yeah. And I guess you can only just take him for his word. Like, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And I guess for me, it's just about, like, you know, I'll say that, you know, you kind of hope, now you kind of hope, you hope that it happens sooner than later. Right. You know, it'd be unfortunate for her to stay there the whole nine years. You know, I mean, I think if that's the case, obviously we should we can consider our basketball career over. Over. You know, and just I'm sure the mental toll is taken on her, and not just her, you know, her wife or partner, and you know, her teammates or friends and you know, extended family. There's <laughs> a lot to deal with, man. Yeah. You know, unless I, I sympathize for her, you know, to a certain degree, but you know, if anything else, to me, I, I think more than anything. Because I, I believe that one uh, sooner or later she will get out. I agree. And my, and my question and my hope is, like, how will you come out of this? Like, what will you have learned? How different will you be? You know, and I guess this is one of the things we'll have to wait and see. You know, but you can't tell me that she can't come out of this and having not learned anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like I imagine, like just being in this situation, she ain't gonna be the same person who who went over there. You know what I mean? Something like this changes you. 
um, the Britney that went over there and got, you know, got incarcerated is not the Britney that's coming back. Like, she's going to be a different person. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the last uh, statement released uh, the, by Biden is that you know, the U.S. is in constant contact with Russia regarding Brittany Griner. And I mean, like I guess that's all you can, that's really all you can hope for. Yeah, I just imagine yeah. it being like trade negotiations. Like, we want this person. I'm like, all right, we can't do that. But what if we give you this person and this person? You know, that kind of thing. And they just, you know wait until you can find a deal that is suitable for both sides because if it's like you know they want some like terrorist mass murder guy coming over there it's like nah you can't do that you know what i mean right um but hopefully it it works out in the end you know and, and, I'm, and i'm all for the know the players you know especially the WNBA players showing their support mm-hmm. you know for for britney and everything and if these players you know especially the the ladies in the WNBA, don't want to go to Russia and play anymore. I mean, that's that's your prerogative. But at the same time, I mean, I I'd like to think that you know, for those who aren't obviously Brittany Griner, you know, teachers are the learning lesson that you know to go to any other country that's not the U.S. You got to be on your p's and q's, man. Don't take nothing for granted. Mm-hmm. Got don't take, you. Don't take. I mean, you you have to. And then, like I said, I don't know if we'll ever really know the real story about how all this came to be. You know, I know it was said. She said that you no, know, she forgot it was in there. I, that just didn't sit well with me. I don't see how you forget something like that is in your suitcase. But again, just to learn, like you know, don't take anything for granted. You go to these other countries <laughs> and just feel like you know you're entitled to anything just because you're from the U.S. Right. So just go like if you just going there to hoop, go to a hoop and just handle your business and come home. I said, I mean, no, nothing's that important, especially your freedom. Nothing's worth worth your freedom that you know for like some extracurricular activity that you could just do when you get back home. Yeah, it definitely. I think <laughs> it's changed the game because now I don't think any WNBA players are going to be going to Russia like that at least for some time. Like and nobody went over there this year. I think they all obviously. I don't. I don't well, know I mean, what country it, they were going to. And, and they shouldn't. I mean, it's like, obviously with everything that's going on between Russia and the U and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I mean, again, and it's, it's not the dump on Britney, but it's just like this was even going on before you no know, her situation happened. Yeah. So it's like I said again, it's just like this is where you just need to kind of be, you know, aware of what's going on in the world. Yeah, you're going over there to hoop, but do you realize this country at the time is about to be in the midst of war? Right. It's like okay, I want to get there. <laughs> give me, give me to my gym. Give me to my apartment, and that's just where I want to be. I don't want to have nothing. No, I don't want nothing to do with this war. I don't want to be caught up in none of the middle of this stuff. Don't bother me. I just came to play ball for a few months, and I'm out. Give me my check, and let me be gone. You know, but it's it's just it's it's unfortunate. I say it's sad. I I I I would I would really feel bad to see Brittany, you know, end up sitting there for nine years if that was the case. But you know, at the same time, it's just kind of the consequences of the actions that you know she decided to take. And it was just we're just hoping, you no, know, we're just hoping for the best. Yeah, but we're, we're we're hoping for the best for her, and hopefully she can get back home to her family and one day be able to just you know eventually put this behind her. I'm sure whenever she gets out, it's gonna probably take some time to you know really adjust and get back to probably feeling like you know Brittany again, if she ever does feel like you know her normal self again after going through this. 
Right. Right. So hopefully we're able to get Brittany back sooner than later. Oh man, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh wrap this up? Yeah, um, this is a quick mention of uh, you know, Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown releasing yeah, their leaving, statements. Leaving Donda, yeah. Yeah, leaving Donda. I mean, you you have to believe that you know, I, I know everybody has entitled to their free speech in this country, but Kanye West is on some other mess, man. And like I said, I, outside of I guess even being fan, you know, even if you're a family, I if I had a family member who's on some mess like Kanye is, I wouldn't want nothing to do with him either. Yeah. I mean, he he has like he's had a bad week financially. Um, you know, oh, yeah. He he bought, you know, was a parlor, I think the the social media app. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, because of all all of his statements, he's been dropped by everyone he's not even on Def Jam anymore so now it's even affecting the music portion of his career um Mm -hmm. Adidas dropping him was so uh significant he's no longer on the uh the Forbes billionaire list like his value dropped substantially um like Gap everybody who who was working with this man is left and now like the sports agency which was you know I always thought that was kind of like far-fetched anyway um has has dropped so like i mean I, just, yeah yeah I, I, these these players i mean you guys you got I'm, I'm just happy that they you know recognize the sinking ship yeah once again we know we spoke about it a little bit off the air and why would you want to be associated with that you wouldn't want to be connected to something like that yeah i always thought it was weird they signed with them in the beginning to begin with you know what i mean i'm like weird but not surprising though it wasn't surprising to me. I mean, because again, it, uh, the one thing about I'll never take away from Kanye, musically he is gifted. The the, the man, the man, I guess we can put in on that in a sports term, he's all time great musically, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. And I think like again, these players are probably fan are, are fans of his music. No different than like Jay Z with LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, that's where it starts. You know, you're a fan of their music. You know, and that's what just brings them to them, and they want to be associated with them. And, and in terms of business, they might you know it. Well, before all this drama came through, it possibly could have led to some great opportunities. But again, you gotta know who's at the head of the table. You know, and right now Kanye showing his true colors, and the fact of the matter is, do you want to be a part of that? It's just that simple. Yeah. But see, for me, <laughs> like Kanye's been talking crazy for some years, like. Is this is I mean he's gotten more extreme lately, but mm-hmm. like I stopped like I cut Kanye off years ago because he was talking crazy. Like when you know Harriet Tubman Harriet Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves that kind yeah. of you know and I, was, yeah. and I was like all right like that's that right there is like red flag you know what I mean yeah. like that's when you know yeah. we on the the ship has been taking water for a long time. The hole just right. got real big, you know, this past <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's tilting now. <laughs> yeah, like now it's going down, but we've hmm. we've seen the water. Like, you know, there mm-hmm. were people trying to, you know, bail that thing try out. Plug, try, try to plug the holes. Right, you know what I mean? He was like, what's my dude with the, <laughs> who be fixing the holes with a little glue? <laughs> <laughs> you silly. 
What's the what's the what it seals them all? Yeah, yeah. Like flex seal, yeah. flex seal. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that means flex seal. Like, that flex seal, you know, for Kanye. <laughs> but it wasn't working. <laughs> it was... Oh god, this is the well, we need help. We need help. But uh, you know, like so like I always been saying like because my nephews are big music guys. And I always tell them, like, man, I've been mourning Kanye for years, man. Like, I ain't messed with a Kanye album in, like, five, six years because I could tell, like, all right, this cat is is going in a place where I can't even follow. Like, yeah, the, the Harriet Tubman stuff. And uh, um, even recently when he said, like, George Floyd died of a federal you know, on, on On the drink champ, yeah, just, like, again, and, and you know, I heard uh, Nori you know, get on the radio on the breakfast club and, you know, and more or less apologize for the statements of Kanye. And he said, he was saying though, he did, he should have, you know, gotten in front of that a lot sooner than he did. You know, obviously, I mean, but you're on a show called Drink Champ, so all y'all drunk or buzzed anyway. So So I I gotta give it a pass just because you're inebriated, but. Well, nah, well, I can't give it no pass. I mean, you knew who's coming on your show. No, he shouldn't have been on there to begin with. And even, um, uh, LeBron and um and Rich having them on the the shop, like you know he over there acting crazy. They didn't even put that thing out because who knows what he was saying on there. Yeah, I mean, but that was smart though. It's just oh, yeah. like you know, again, like I said, I think just a lot of these athletes, it's just about their fans of their music. I'm in Yeezy's case, fan of his music, fan of his shoes. You know, I don't get the fascination with the shoes. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, you know all those things, and again, but this this dude is just talking great. He, he basically is a black Trump. Yeah, he's, he's like Trump was when he was in office. <clears throat> I'm just talking completely off the rail, and it's just, like I said, you just sometimes you just gotta know when to cut bait. Like, no, I can't rock with you no more, dude. Yeah, I, I can't rock with you no more. And I said, even if you, uh, as I've stated off the air with you. You can sit up here and say, well, you know, his comments don't reflect my beliefs and thoughts, but still, man, you know, guilt by association. It may not be right, but still, at the same time, it's going to play a role. Yeah. I mean, you kind of are who you associate with, man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where, like, if you're if you're willing to take it on, you know, more power to you. you I'm just saying, like, you know, somebody like myself, like, I'm open to listening to somebody, like, okay. You know, if someone could give me like a well explained, you know, reason of why they chose to stick with Kanye, I'm like, hey, you know, your, you know, it's your life, do what you do, chief. Just let you know that I don't rock with that dude, but you know, maybe you do. It's no different than anything in real life. There are people that, you know, we have no, that you may know mutually, that no one doesn't rock with the other. Mm-hmm. There are people that you and I know that you know you rock with, I don't rock with. Yep. You know, and that's just what it is. I don't judge you for it. It's just like you know, you have, I have my reasons. You know, my reasons aren't yours. You know, so I mean, it, it just is what it is. And I think that's what's coming to come. But, but I said, when that money comes in, into effect, yeah. And it, and it starts it starts affecting your brand and that bottom line, I said, it, it, I said, it just makes sense. I was like, I, it's not doing yourselves no favors. You're mm-hmm. not doing yourselves no favor. Now where, now, where you go from there, like, do you, well, I mean, the way Kanye is, once you more, once he see you more or less, you no, know, turned on him, he's pretty much done with you. So, done with you. You, you might as well just, you know, just eat that and just be like, oh, well, it's over. <laughs> just be like, oh, well, this relationship's over. Yeah, I will. Know, he, he exactly. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> it's like, you know, our brother, you know, I, you know, I wish you the best, but 
right now with the, the track you're on, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be around you, Chief, because the stuff you're saying <laughs> that's how you mess around. Somebody come see you, right? <laughs> and I and I don't want to be in between you. <laughs> so we 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 ain't we ain't that close. <laughs> right, you are on your own, brother. <laughs> oh man, but go ahead and uh, drop your social, sir. No doubt. On Twitter, I am at the M C G O D as in David, I B as in Victor, A at the Mikadiva. And I am at J Sug at J A Y S U G G, also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out. Be easy.